Welcome back to the Vine Church Podcast. Today, we're continuing our devotional study series in the book of Psalms. If you haven't already, you can find us on YouTube at the Vine Church Odium and Church Crookham. And we'd love for you to join us over there. Good morning, everybody. It's great to be back with you again as we carry on through our uh, devotional series. Uh, so we're, we're staying in the book of the Psalms at the moment. And uh, today we're going to look at Psalm 42. So if you if you have your Bible, it'd be great to, uh, to open up to Psalm 42, as I say. I think this is such a, 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 a really a, a beautiful song that so well illustrates a common struggle uh, of the Christian life. So uh, I'm just going to read it. Um, so this is what it says, Psalm 42. As a deer pants for flowing streams, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my food day and night. While they say to me all the day long, where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul. How I would go with the throng and lead them in procession in the house of God with glad shouts and songs of praise, a multitude keeping festival. Why are you cast down, O my soul? Why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. My soul is cast down within me. Therefore, I remember you from the land of Jordan and of Hermon. From Mount Mizar, deep calls to deep at the roars of your waterfalls. All your breakers and your waves have gone over me. By day the Lord commands his steadfast love, and at night his song is with me, a prayer to the God of my life. I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? As with a deadly wound in my bones, my adversaries taunt me, while they say to me all the day long, where is your God? Why are you cast down, O my soul? Why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. Now, as I say, I think this is a beautiful illustration of a common struggle in the Christian life. And it frames it like a conversation between the head and the heart. The head knows that God will provide. The head knows that God hasn't forgotten me. It knows the hope that Christ gives me. And yet at the moment, the heart just isn't in sync. It feels broken, downhearted. It feels completely beaten by the world. And so the result of that is that we have this internal argument going on, a kind of an, an inner war that we, that we get to be privy to, that we get to see. And so, as I say, it's an inner struggle that we're probably all aware of. Uh, but what we have here in God's word is, is something that we can identify with in order that we might learn from it. So I, I just want us to kind of walk through this psalm and, and really find what we can do when this is a feeling that we feel. I think the first thing to notice is the psalm opens is that we are introduced to someone in the midst of something really hard. We don't know what it is. They don't tell us. Uh, and it was probably a good thing because if it if it was specifically identified, we'd probably go, well, I don't have that feeling. Instead, what we're introduced to is the general feeling of abandonment. 
they are in the works. And as we go through the psalm, we get the impression that they feel as if the whole world is against them. I'm sure that's something that we can identify with too. You know, just the other day I had one of those mornings where all these various things go wrong. And I remember I got into the car and I had my head on the steering wheel and I said to Anna, I just, I don't think I can do today. Now, on reflection, it wasn't that bad a morning. It was just there were various problems. And because they all happened at once, it felt as though the whole world was against me. And this is exactly what's going on here. Everything feels like it's coming down on this person. But how do we react when that happens to us? What is our first port of call? For the, for the psalmist, what they say is, as a deer pants for water, so pants my soul for you, O God. Now, I love the Robin Mark song, which I'm sure many of you will be familiar with, of this psalm, you know, as the deer pants for the water, so my soul longs after you. But I do feel as though it's, it's, something, it's very, something very out of place in that song. The genre of the song does not match uh, the image that's being given here. It's not, this psalm is not a picture of kind of a serene stream with a deer having a nice drink, saying, this is how much I need you, God. This deer is panting for life. I need water or I'm going to die. It's a picture of necessity. And so what the psalmist is saying is, God, I need you. I am starving. I'm thirsty. I'm parched. I need you or I'm going to die. I need God. But not just any God. I don't just need an idol. I don't just need some support. He needs the living God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. I need the one who can sort this. I find it powerful that in this moment of agony, the psalmist tells us, I can't solve this. I need the one who can. And to make it worse, people are around us sneering. Where is your God? You know, as though it puts salt in the wound whilst he's desperate for God and and people are saying something to the effect of, he doesn't really care about you. And and just notice what he says in verse four. You know, I remember when we used to sing songs and rejoice in in the house of God with the congregation. That's what he's saying. He's saying, how I would go with the throng and lead them in procession in the house of God. You know, boy, if that isn't relevant right now, he misses his church. He's missing gathering with God's people to be praising together. That's the kind of encouragement that he needs right now. He needs the fellowship of the saints. I think all these images so far are very uh, visceral. It's a real longing. It's, It's emotional. It sees the world as though it was once blue and lovely and now it's just gray. The feeling is that God isn't listening to me and I'm I'm left to this depression. I need you, God. And this is the heart talking. But then in verse 5, the head steps in and the head says, why are you cast down? Don't you know that God is your salvation? Don't you know that God will bring you to greener pastures? And from from this point on, we see something profound happen. The psalm goes from being a psalm of despair to now being a psalm of conversation. You know, there's there's a space here for genuine human emotion to be expressed the genuine human emotion of saying, God, I feel like you're far from me. But it's 
it needs to be informed by a remembrance of God's promises. And, and these two things are held in a beautiful tension, genuine human emotion and, uh, and being informed by God's promises. These are held in tension beautifully in this psalm. And as we go through, that's, that's exactly what we find. Head and heart are talking together. You know, notice it says uh, here, uh, deep calls to deep at the roar of your waterfalls. You know, and it says the breakers and the waves have all gone over me. The image is, is of being out at sea and seeing nothing but deep water surrounding and engulfing you. That's the feeling that this person is, is feeling. But then immediately after that, all your breakers and your waves have gone over me. But by day, the Lord commands his steadfast love. And at night, his song is with me. Wow. Wow. That's what we need to be informed by. That The feeling is waves are going over me from every direction. But the reality is by day God commands his steadfast love. Even though that engulfing might be how we feel, yet I know that God is sustaining me by his steadfast love. You know, I love the line that comes immediately after that in verse 9. I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? You know, I say to God, my rock, in other words, the one I utterly depend on, the one who I can put my feet firmly on, the one who I build my life on, why have you forgotten me? And that's just such a brilliant expression of this debate between head and heart. You know, Lord, I know that I utterly depend on you for all things, that you are my rock on whom I am placed, and yet it feels like you've forgotten me. But then as we wrap up this psalm as we come to the end verse 11 ends with this message of hope ultimately the head tells the heart what they need to remember why are you cast down O my soul why are you in turmoil within me hope in god for i shall again praise him my salvation and my god that's the final word that needs to be said overall Uh, struggles, anxiety, agony, suffering, pain. God is our salvation. Hope in God. He is our rock. There There is a place for genuine emotion and expression and to cry out to God, why does it feel like this? But that needs to be informed by the fact that God has promised that he will be with us and that he will rescue us from the pit. So, I just want to give two questions to to challenge you as as we as we go about the rest of our days in light of this psalm. The first one, and I think this is a challenge for all of us, is when we are overtaken by feelings of hopelessness and despair, what do we do with those feelings? Where do we go? And the second one is, do we allow that tension to exist between being honest with God about our emotions? whilst also laying hold of his promises? Or do we suffocate one and give preference to the other? Do we only focus on bringing our emotions to God and ignore what he's promised? Or do we go so stoic that we only focus on the promise and and suffocate the God-given emotions he's given us? So I just want to give those to you to to challenge this morning as we finish. Let's, Let's just pray as we wrap up. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. And we thank you, Lord, for this psalmist. And we pray that as we read this psalm and as we are challenged by it, that we would identify with that struggle there, but also find the godly solution that's there. 
Lord, I pray that we would express our emotions uh, healthily in a way that acknowledges your promises that you've made to us. So in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thanks very much for joining me this morning, guys, and uh, I'll see you later. Bye.